When I was seven years old, my cousin Rick, who's a few years older than me, went to his mom and delivered a very compelling argument um, that he was no longer a child and shouldn't have to sit at the children's table, also known as the card table, during Thanksgiving dinner. You can probably imagine my response, it was primal, to learning Rick was allowed to sit with the adults during dinner. It was not my finest moment, but it was a moment. (laughs) To compound an already miserable situation, my uncle's girlfriend at the time was joining our family for Thanksgiving dinner. And she had two young daughters who who I did not know. Yet I learned they would be joining me at the the table. So, yippee. (laughs) Now the reason I remember this Thanksgiving is, is because of these two girls. You see, they both had a chest cold, and their mom had rubbed Vicks Vapor Rub on their chest before they arrived to my grandparents' home. So there I was, forlorn, left behind, sitting with two strangers, eyes watering, and experiencing my first contact buzz. (laughs) It was not pretty. And through it all, Rick... He gloated superbly. He was victorious. He was the greatest in that moment. He achieved a spot at the table I didn't even know was an option. I didn't know we could sit with the adults. I thought we were always going to be at the card table together. Boy, was I wrong. And throughout dinner, each time uh, Rick and I made eye contact, he would mouth the word girl to me because I was sitting at a table with with two girls. (laughs) And man, that just, it was like kerosene to an already raging fire. And so, of course, my response was to treat the girls poorly. Because, well, that's what you do. That's what you do when you feel inferior and threatened. That's what you do when you feel left behind and you feel like you don't have a place. You treat other people poorly. They had argued with one another who was the greatest. And I don't think any of us are probably surprised that the disciples would have such an argument. Who is the greatest? That question is part of our lives. It is woven into the fabric of our lives. From sibling rivalry to who is mom and dad's favorite to the soccer field to the boardroom to any war that has ever been waged in history. The question of greatness is there. It is at the heart of our conflicts, our insecurities, and even our anxieties. Whether we ask it aloud or silently to ourselves, we all want to know who is the greatest. And behind the question, I think, lies a question of space and place. Is there a place for me in this family, in this church, in this business? Is there a place for my religion, my politics, my race, my lifestyle in this society and culture? Is there a place for my people, tradition, 
and history in this land? Is there room for me in this place? We all struggle to establish and find a place. We live in a world in which we are expected, taught, and encouraged to make a place for ourselves. If you want to survive, you have to be a place maker. Historically, the ones who have had a place are the ones who were the greatest. Who were the greatest? How does the world measure greatness? Well, typically it's those who are well-educated, wealthy, and powerful. Those who have status and reputation and, and possessions. They're influential and popular and, and pretty. For most of history, the great ones have also been light-skinned, male, and heterosexual. There is nothing inherently wrong with any one of those characteristics. Until there is. Until we use those characteristics to occupy a place to the exclusion of other. Until we turn our gaze inward and no longer see our neighbor until we, and not God, are at the center of our life and our world. When those things happen, when those socially constructed characteristics become the norm, the response is comparison and competition and judgment of other. The response is discrimination and violence. The response is, we threaten anyone who threatens our way of being. Those conflicts in our lives and throughout the world show us to be a people of placemakers, arguing about who is the greatest to the detriment of self and other and, and even God. Yet despite our best efforts and despite what we might think, we never really make a place for ourselves. At least not alone. And here's what I mean by that. Jesus was, is a placemaker, but in a different way. He entered this world not seeking to make a space and a place for himself, but always for other. His placemaking is always for other, never for self. Jesus' way of placemaking is the story of the cross, the last of all and the servant of all. It's the reason he took that kid into his arms. The kid in today's gospel represents the least and the last and the lost. That kid, regardless of our modern projection upon him or her, is not the representation of purity or innocence or perfection or humility. That's all of our stuff that we're projecting on that kid. In Jesus' day, and even in our day, depending on the color of the kid's skin, children were insignificant and at the bottom of the social and economic rung. 
They were powerless and poor, and often hungry and sick. They had no standing or value in society until they could work or bring honor to their family or care for their aging parents. The child in Jesus' arms today is the very opposite of greatness. And that's the point. He opened himself to the children of the world, the least of the very least. He shunned greatness and chose to be last of all, servant of all, claiming nothing for himself and offered everything for others. That's the blueprint. That's the teaching. That's the way of today's lesson. You could say the way of the Christian journey. It's the way of knowing God in Christ. It's the way of knowing God in other. It's the way of knowing God in self. The truth is we are all placemakers. However, there's a differentiation. Are we working to make a place for ourselves, or are we working to create a place for other? It's a choice between God's greatness and the world's greatness. And we answer the question every day of our lives dependent upon how we welcome or we exclude other from a place at the table. If you want a place in this life, a meaningful place, create one for another. 